It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, friends? Welcome to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a Friday edition brought to you by NFL Game Pass. This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. See all the action from every game with full game replays. You can also replay an entire game and catch all of the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. Hello again, everybody. Happy Friday. Wrapping up the week here. It's Billy Rossetti with you on the Locked On Panthers podcast. Uh, Happy Friday. Two days away from week five, which got kicked off yesterday with a little little bit of an NFC South action. Of course, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were in Chicago taking on the, the Bears. And the Buccaneers, a little surprisingly, in my opinion, lost you know i thought the panther i thought the bucks had a you know a decent shot to win this game but you know certainly didn't help that tom brady forgot how many downs or or what down they were on late in the game there that was a uh, that was that was pretty funny to see brady throw an inter- or an incompletion on fourth down but thinking it was third down and that of course ended the game and the buccaneers now fall to 3 and 2 so Interestingly enough, that of course means that the Panthers now have a chance to be tied for the division lead after five weeks if they can beat the Falcons. Um, It could potentially, of course, be a three-way tie, but who would have thought this? The Panthers going into week five, almost a third of the way through the season, could potentially be tied for first place in the NFC South. Now, of course, they obviously wouldn't have the the tiebreaker because Tampa Bay has already defeated Carolina and um, though it would be interesting if it gets to a three-way tie because then uh, actually I believe New Orleans would have the uh, the tie break there because New Orleans would be 1-0 in the division because they have the win over Tampa Bay while the Bucks and Panthers would both be excuse me both be 1-1 in the division so actually I think the Saints would be in first place if it ends up a three-way tie but if it's a two-way, of course, Tampa would have the tiebreak over Carolina. But still, to get to three and two and potentially be in first place in or tied for first place in the division, not something we thought we'd be talking about with the Panthers five weeks into the season. So it just means this Sunday's game is uh, even more important. You know, just just let alone the fact that it's a divisional game. Now you're. You know, it's still very early, but that's got to be a confidence boost for a team like this that thought they were going into a rebuild, um, but they're just building more and more confidence as the weeks go on. Uh, So Friday, as we tend to do here on the pod, we'll look at the injury report. In fact, the final injury report is out for the Panthers, and it's not that bad of an injury report, actually. It's, um, It's actually a lot of good news. When we dig into it, only one player uh, was ruled out, and really he was the only player that didn't even practice at all this week. So overall, a a very 
healthy injury report, at least from, you know, the players that are available, of course. You know, there was some news on um, one player in particular that is on IR, and that's uh, Keith Kirkwood, still coming back from that broken clavicle, but he was designated for return, so uh, he will be coming back to the Panthers soon, so uh, we'll see how he factors into the mix, but in terms of the uh, the actual player, you know, the players that are currently available, you know, and we'll just jump, we'll get into it in a minute. We'll talk about the injury report and then, of course, talk about the broadcast info as we usually do to wrap up Friday so you guys have an idea what games you're getting on TV. But looking at the injury report now, we'll just jump right into that now. Like I said, only one player actually did not practice this week, and that was cornerback Eli Apple. He was limited on Wednesday and then wound up being out of practice both Thursday and Friday with a hamstring injury, which, again, as we saw, uh, was not the original hamstring that he injured. So that, that was my fault uh, earlier this week. I said he re-aggravated the hamstring injury. That is incorrect now, as we have learned. It turned out to be the other hamstring that he injured. So, you know, obviously that kind of sucks. I mean, first few weeks of the season, and Eli Apple has already suffered injuries to both hamstrings. So it's going to be really interesting to see now how he recovers from this. But he is out for Sunday's game. So obviously we're going to see more of, um, obviously not just Dante Jackson and Rasul Douglas, but certainly a little more Corn Elder and a little more Troy Pride as they've been starting to get a little more playing time over the last couple of weeks here. So Eli Apple, actually the only player, and and really the only player that did not practice or even on a a limited basis. Uh, In other words, every single other player on the Panthers injury report, and I'll run through the names real quick, and it was Dante Jackson, Manhurts, Okung, Burris, Daly, Little, Paradis, Short, Weatherly, and Thompson, all of which were a full participant. In fact, Stephen Weatherly wasn't even listed for Thursday or Friday with any designations. He was only tabbed with a uh, full participation label on Wednesday, and so obviously he's good to go. But everybody else was listed as a full participant on Friday, so that's really great news. Um, In fact, Burris, Daly, Little, Paradis, and Short... um, all had at least designations all three days, but they were all full participants. Whereas um, Okung and Dante Jackson were limited Wednesday, but upgraded to full practice Thursday and Friday. And then Manhurts was limited Wednesday, limited Thursday, but a full participant on Friday. So great news on the injury on the injury front for the Panthers. Um, and then Colin Thompson was actually a laid out on Thursday with a hip injury, but he was still a full participant Thursday and Friday. So again, only one player did not practice in the last couple of days, and that was Eli Apple. He has been ruled out. Nobody else has an injury designation. So again, great news on that front. So it looks like Okung's going to be back to a full go at left tackle on on Sunday. Dennis Daly... Uh, should be really interesting, though, to see now with the way Chris Reed has played the last couple weeks. But my guess is that Dennis Daly is going to get the start at left guard since obviously we figure he was going to be he was going to be the starter 
going into the season. So it'll be interesting to see what the Panthers do. Maybe they'll do a rotation like they did at left tackle when Okung was out. Maybe they'll mix up Daly and Chris Reed. That certainly is, is a possibility. You know, again, Chris Reed, I thought, has played really well these uh, these last two weeks in place of Dennis Daly and really in place of Michael Schofield, who's really kind of gotten bounced out. So that's the injury front on the Panthers' side. Um, no official word yet on the Atlanta Falcons, but three players uh, did not practice on Thursday for the Falcons, and one of them, of course, continues to be Julio Jones. Still missing practice with that hamstring injury. We know that he tried to go on Monday, and of course we talked about this yesterday on the, the crossover, tried to go on thir- or on Monday against the Packers. That hamstring wound up severely limiting him, so the Falcons just took him out, and now he continues to miss practice. So uh, very possible that Julio Jones uh, will not play tomorrow or not play on Sunday, which would be as as we talked about this week. It certainly would be a bit of a boost to the Panthers' chances of winning this game. They would then really, in a sense, only have to worry about. Uh, Calvin Ridley, although we know Russell Gage has played pretty well, at least up until he suffered that uh, that concussion. Now, Calvin Ridley has been limited so far, at least on Wednesday and Thursday, with a, uh, a thigh injury and a knee injury. So it'll be interesting to see how limited he might be uh, if that's the case. But at least he's been practicing. Again, Julio hasn't. Neither has strong safety Jalen Hawkins. With a concussion, as we've talked about many times so far this week, the the Falcons have just been decimated at the secondary level in terms of injury. We talked about, again, uh, DeMonte KZ is out for the season with a torn Achilles. Um, of course, Darquez Denard is on IR. A.J. Terrell had COVID. So just a lot of issues at the cornerback position, and now Jalen Hawkins has a concussion. And then... It, a late add on Thursday to the injury list, um, but just for a rest. But they still listed him as did not practice, but just for rest. And that was center Alex Mack. So um, fortunately, nothing wrong with him, but uh, he was a late add. But again, likely just getting a veteran day. So really, uh, so technically three players did not practice, but really two are the main issues here. Julio Jones and Jalen Hawkins. Um, as far as the rest of the Falcons injury report goes so far, again, this is just Wednesday and Thursday. They don't have, I don't have Friday's info yet, but uh, Jaden Graham, their tight end, has been full so far all week with a shoulder injury. Young Hoku, the kicker, he had that right groin injury that caused him to miss Monday's game, but he looks like he'll be back because he's been full so far. So he should be back to kicking duties on Friday or on Sunday. Uh, Calvin Ridley, we just talked about him. Keanu Neal and Ricardo Allen both have been limited the first two days. Neal with dealing with a hamstring issue. Ricardo Allen has an elbow injury. Uh, Foisadio Lucan, if I'm saying that right. I I always forget how to say his name. I'm sorry. Uh, He's dealing with an oblique injury. He was limited Wednesday but upgraded to full on Thursday. And then Marlon Davidson, Grady Jarrett, and Takaris McKinley all have been limited both Wednesday and Thursday. Davidson has a knee injury, Jarrett with a hip, and McKinley with a groin injury. So we'll obviously keep an eye. We'll see how their their injury report looks 
on Friday. And at least what might, uh, what the status, especially, of course, of the, of Julio Jones uh, is going to be. Um, But again, the fact that he hasn't played, the fact that, or I should say, hasn't practiced all week yet is a, uh, is not a good sign, you know, especially considering it's a short week. Um, and he tried going out on Monday, didn't happen. And so we'll see what happens. But I would be uh, a little surprised if if Julio Jones goes in some capacity now on Sunday. So that's the, uh, the update on the injury report from both the Panthers and the Falcons. And again, we have the, the final injury report now for the Panthers. So again, reminder... Or a quick recap, only one player has been designated as out, and only one player did not practice at all this week. And that, again, is Eli Apple with that hamstring injury. So he will not play, so obviously a lot more Russell Douglas, a little more Corn Elder, a little more Troy Pride. That's what we can expect now from the Panthers. So before we move on, a uh, quick shout-out, of course, to a couple of our sponsors. First, our, our friends over at Visa. Hey, help support your local businesses now, whether they're your corner stores, your coffee spots, or favorite shops. Local businesses have always been on your team supporting you and your community. They remember your order and call you by name, always giving back, making a difference, and going that extra mile. But right now, more than ever... Local businesses need our support, so let's be there for them. So the next time you go shopping, help your team score and choose to shop at local businesses. And while you're there, look for the contact list symbol and tap to pay with a contact list visa to help support your community. Because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be, official partner of the NFL. And today's episode also being brought to you by our friends at Pepsi. Hey, this football season, of course, will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Remember to visit Go. Or remember to visit madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So again, as we always do on Fridays, we'll take a look at the broadcast schedule for week number five, particularly, of course, uh, how much coverage the Panthers are going to get on Sunday and give you guys an idea of what games you'll be seeing elsewhere on Sunday. So actually, um, you know, pretty much the entire south Southeast there 
is, you know, except obviously for pieces of Florida. But for the most part, the Southeast getting the Panthers, you know, obviously, of course, because they're playing Atlanta. So you get that market mark, excuse me, you get that market as well. Uh, yeah, call a timeout there. Uh, but pretty much all of North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, most of Mississippi, and looks like all of Louisiana, and even pieces of Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Texas will all be getting, and actually the Tampa Bay area as well, will be getting the Panthers and the Falcons. And on the call this week, it'll be Chris Myers and Brock Heward. So that's who you guys have to look forward to on Sunday calling the game. The rest of the the rest of the games in the early wave and well the late game because Fox has the single header this week. Uh, most of the country on Fox will actually get the Eagles against the Steelers. That'll be Kenny Albert and Jonathan Vilma. Pittsburgh of course coming off that unexpected bye against the Titans due to COVID. Philadelphia coming off the big win over the 49ers and, of course, lead the NFC East now at 1-2-1. and one. So that's always uh, the fun stat now for the week. The 1-2-1 and one NFC East leading Eagles traveling across the state to take on the Steelers. Uh, the LA Rams, of course, are in Washington this week. And the big story, of course, connected to the Panthers as well. Kyle Allen, the Panthers' main starting quarterback, uh, from last season because of the injury, of course, to Cam Newton. Kyle Allen getting the start on Sunday for Washington against the Rams as they've decided to bench Dwayne Haskins. In fact, not just bench him, but they, of course, demoted him to number three on the depth chart. Alex Smith will be the backup, but again, Kyle Allen, who, of course, Panthers fans know and love from last season, he will be the starter for Washington this week against the Rams. Brandon Gowden and Daryl Johnston have the call on that one. The other early game on Fox is now in a bit of jeopardy, if you guys heard the news today. The Arizona Cardinals and the New York Jets. That's scheduled to be called by Kevin Kugler and Chris Spielman. But, of course, the news coming today that the Jets have a presumptive positive test result from one of their players. He will be retested, but they have a presumptive positive test and the team was sent home, and they will conduct the rest of the week virtually. And the Cardinals were supposed to fly out to New York today to get ready for that game. So we'll see what goes on with that game. But for now, that's the that's uh, another of the early games on Sunday on Fox. Kevin Kugler and Chris Spielman. And then the late game on Fox will feature the Miami Dolphins and the San Francisco 49ers. Adam Amon and Mark Schlereth will be on the call there. Over on CBS, in the early wave, you guys in pretty much all of North Carolina, there's a little bit of the west west part of North Carolina, pretty much right next to Knoxville there. Um, that part and Greenville, actually, Greenville, South Carolina, uh, that portion will actually get Jacksonville at Houston with Andrew Catalan and James Lost uh, James Lofton, uh, the rest of North Carolina and the rest of South Carolina will be getting. Well, there's actually a small piece of South Carolina right right below or right at the bottom of South Carolina near Savannah, Georgia. Small piece there that won't get 
the main game. But for the most part, everybody else in North Carolina and South Carolina, you guys will be getting the Raiders and the Chiefs in the early CBS game. And really, that's where pretty much what pretty much all the nation will be seeing at 1 o'clock on CBS, Ian Eagle and Charles Davis. Um, actually, where I'm at, Northeast PA, I uh, my area is actually going to get Cincinnati at Baltimore, Greg Gumbel and Rich Gannon on the call there. And then, like I said, Jacksonville at Houston, Andrew Catalan, James Lofton, Greenville, South Carolina, and that part of North Carolina right above Greenville, that's the game that you guys will get. And then, of course, Buffalo, Tennessee was supposed to be at 1 o'clock. But now, of course, that game got shifted to Tuesday night at 7 o'clock on CBS. And since there were no positive tests today for the Titans, it's looking like that game will still be in play now for Tuesday night. And then just two games now on the late window on CBS. Um, all of North Carolina, all of South Carolina, you guys are getting the big NFC East rivalry, the Giants and the Cowboys. That'll be Jim Nance and Tony Romo. And the other game on or the other game on CBS at 425, that'll be Indianapolis at Cleveland, Spirodides and Adam Archuleta. Of course, Denver and New England was supposed to be in that window, but that game got pushed back to Monday. And Monday night, we'll now have a, another true doubleheader on ESPN like we saw in week one. So it'll be Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreet who will have the call now for Denver and New England on Monday night, 5 o'clock on ESPN. And then that'll be followed by what was the original Monday night game for this week. And that'll have the uh, the crew of Steve Levy, Bob Greasy, and Lewis Riddick. And that, of course, is the LA Chargers and the Saints. Sunday night game, of course, is Minnesota at Seattle. And then, like we said, Tuesday night, it'll be Buffalo at Tennessee, 7 o'clock on CBS. And that'll actually be Tom McCarthy and Jay Feely on the call there. So, again, the North, you folks in North Carolina, most of you are going to get the Raiders and the Chiefs in the early wave on CBS, followed by the Giants and the Cowboys, and then, of course, obviously, like I said, all of all of both of those states, except for that small piece of North Carolina, right below Norfolk, Virginia, uh, that'll be Carolina, Atlanta, that small piece right below Norfolk, that's going to be the Washington-LA Rams game. So that's the broadcast info for Sunday, and we're ready. Say it's, uh, it's going to be another fun week, I think. Um, obviously, I, I kind of made it clear on the crossover. I do think the Panthers win this game. Uh, I think the Panthers are going to take full advantage of the beat-up secondary of the Falcons. And I, I think it's going to be another strong showing on offense for Carolina. I think Teddy Bridgewater will just continue to move the ball, uh, take care of the football, and you're going to see the Panthers tied for first place in the NFC South. Like I said, never thought I'd be saying that five weeks into the season, but here we are. They'll be tied. If you know, if the Panthers win, they'll be tied with the Bucks and possibly the Saints as well at three and two. So 
that's going to do it, I think. That, you know, just a quick kind of wrap-up of uh, of this week. You know, wrap-up of the injury news. Again, one more quick recap. Only one player did not practice Thursday or Friday, and he's the only player designated out for Sunday. That is Eli Apple with that hamstring injury that he suffered in Sunday's game against the Cardinals. Everybody else ready to go. Nobody else was even limited. Everybody else was or every Panthers player that was available, full participant. And again, the news on Keith Kirkwood sounds like he's close to return. The Panthers had already designated him for return from IR, from that broken clavicle. So he'll be back soon, and it'll be interesting to see how he mixes in with the receivers. And then we should be getting close to um, to the return of Christian McCaffrey. So that'll be big as well when he comes back. And so with that, I think... That's going to wrap up the week. As always, always great to talk to you guys throughout the week. Really appreciate the support. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the games. And we'll be back Monday to recap everything. And like I said, very possibly be talking about the tied for first place Carolina Panthers uh, when we get to Monday. So we'll see what happens by then. So like I said, enjoy the rest of your Friday. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the games. A lot of good college action. As well, Clemson, number one against number seven. Clemson against Miami, Saturday night, ABC. Uh, So that's going to be a real good one. So a lot of good action to look forward to this weekend. So make it a good weekend. We'll see you Monday when we do it again here on the Locked On Panthers podcast. Until then, Billy Rossetti signing off. We will see you soon. Take care, my friends. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.